is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the All Days Off podcast with Alex Aronson and Corey Yaskowitz. What's up, buddy? What's going on? How you doing, man? How you been? Chilling, dude. Um, good to be back in studio number 15. Yep. Um, is this our last episode? We got one more here? Uh, very nomadic people here. What's why? What's today's date? Today is the f- f- January. Nice. Okay. It's the 16th. <laughs> it's the 16th of January. Well, I think we might have a couple more weekends here then. Yeah. Yeah. Two more. I don't know. Maybe I'll just come back anyway when the new person moves in. Be like, hey, part of the deal. I was th- like, I still have, no, I actually don't have the key, but I still have the passcode to get into my old apartment. And if 1991, no right? 1991, yeah. Everyone go. go 69 Havemeyer Street, 1991, you're in the building. Party, party at apartment 4R. Yep. Come on up, come chill. Actually, if you're gonna go, let me know because I have to. I took a piece of Verizon equipment out of the apartment that I wasn't supposed to take. I, ah. went, to, I went to return it, and they're like, "Oh, you can like recycle that on your own." I was like, "You can't." Recycle I hate it. that they make you go bring it back to yeah. them. Like that's just like so annoying. Like the, our whole economy now is based on people bringing stuff to us. Mm-hmm. Right, everything is delivered to us. Come pick it up, FiOS. Yeah, I don't even like. I don't even want to go wrap stuff up and bring it to like the mail i don't i don't want to do that either like, i don't want to go to ups either never that's like when i ever whenever i order like clothes online or something that doesn't fit i never return it do you just i was like maybe i'll get fat again or maybe i'll get thinner yeah you put know? it yeah <laughs> then it always just ends up like staying in the plastic that it came in like buried in a shelf under a bunch of shit and then you have like this random box that you've been holding on for like two years. You're like, yeah. can we throw this out? And you're like, I don't know yet. Yeah, I'm not Give sure. Give me another 10 years and we'll see if we could throw this out. Yeah. Next time we move. We'll like that out. box that I'm using as a, as a, as a like stand. I'm, yeah, I'm using it to elevate our video right now. It's mm-hmm. like it's a it's a shoe box. Cole Han. Yeah. Moms, moms love a little Kohan for their kids to go yeah. to temple. I bought that myself. Oh, really? I just remember my mom like, I got you a Kohan shoes for yeah, Saturday services. They're great shoes. Do people save their shoe boxes? I saved my Yeezy Boost box. I feel like that's what, yeah. Just just in case people don't don't believe you. Well, yeah. Well, I think also <laughs> it was like my. They're like very hard to return. Okay. And the, everything has to be in pristine condition. Of course. If yeah. like you and if it was like the wrong size, but I think now I can. Get rid of the box. Yeah, there's box. So that shoe, I guess I saved the shoe box in case I just got into like drug dealing. I needed like a place to put my cash. Mm. It's really, I mean, it is a great place to put cash. Like, I wonder if that was kind of on purpose or like it's always the go to cat. It's like instead of, you know, the shoe box is where you put your cash. Your legal money goes in your shoebox. Yeah, I have $12 in the shoebox right now in my Yeezy Boost shoebox. Do, do you think. Do you think Pete Davidson had to throw out his Yeezys? There's no way he didn't own a pair. I was wonder. I was actually thinking about that because I was like, I feel like he was definitely kind of a fan of his. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, I have a question. Like, say you're like a man. Like, who's like? What are you like the biggest fan of? Like, as a, like which person in the world is like you? Like, who would you fangirl over? Uh, this really funny comedian named uh, Alex Aronson. Yourself? Okay. Yeah, I only care about me. No one else impresses me. I was wondering, because I was just like, if you're like a huge fan of somebody... I don't really know who that would be. Yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, if he was a huge Kanye fan growing up forever, 
and now he's just like boning his ex-wife mm-hmm. like how does that is that weird you know what i mean are you not a kanye fan anymore well i remember that he was he's a huge kid cuddy fan and he's like boys with cuddy and cuddy and kanye yeah yeah much. so i wonder if like that's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if there's any. I guess, like, you know, pussy's pussy. You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's any sort of like hesitation. Like, hey, I probably shouldn't be like, you know, banging Kanye's ex-wife like a week after their divorce. Yeah. Like, I, Kanye is not. I'm sure there's probably other famous people or rappers who I would less want to piss off. Like, I wouldn't want to bang the game's <laughs> ex yeah. or Suge Knight's ex. Yeah. No. I, I'm not but even. Still, t- like, that's an intimidating figure to have. It is. It definitely is. But I'm not even saying intimidation wise. I'm just saying like, you know, like fan wise, I guess. Yeah. Like now, anytime a Kanye song comes on, he's like, fuck, I'm fucking his wife. Fuck this shit. This shit fucking slaps. But yeah, like, yeah. I can't fuck with this. I don't know. Interesting times we're living in right now. Yeah. Interesting times that uh, this is like the this is our big break from COVID news is who's Pete Davidson fucking now. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like. I'm not saying Kim isn't a good pull. Like, she obviously is. <laughs> I was like, impressed when I heard. I feel like, you know, when you're at that level of fame, you could kind of avoid, you know, fucking Kanye's ex-wife. Yeah, I mean, you, you could. You know what I mean? You could get with, like, other people. But if, like, if some... Let's say it was even a girl who's hotter than Kim. Yeah. And they're, and Pete really likes her, and they're both in front of you. You're still... Kim has so much more brand I get equity. that, 100%. Yeah. 100%. You know? it, like people think, oh, like I don't want the fame, blah blah blah. But like, it's fucking cool. Yeah, just like, I love how just they saying, always, yeah, like the Kardashians, like they fucking run entertainment, like just to, like to be boning one of them. Yeah, that's like you're running shit. Like you fucking, you're at like the highest point. Like as a comedian, like obviously, like you, you want to make people laugh. You're doing it for yourself, but like you gotta chase fame too, because you can't be a not famous comedian. Because like if you're not famous, that means you're not doing a good enough job being making people laugh because then people don't know you but like now you're boning you know the leading entertainment chick in the world yeah. or whatever so like you can't really trump that status no right she's literally just famous for being famous and has no other discernible talent yeah and so like that it's funny how that's that's how you get the most fame out of it what are you good at look at like me. probably like banging a kardashian is probably it, it makes you as famous as you could possibly be yeah Unless it's like an Obama, like I don't know. Unless, unless Malia Obama. Yeah, yeah, l- yeah. Let's say for some reason that like Michelle and Barack broke up, and now Pete Davidson started banging Michelle Obama. That's that crazy. would be way bigger news. That would be crazy. But that's like the only one. Yeah, interesting move. I mean, it's tough, you know. Kylie was obviously with Travis Scott. I'm a big Travis Scott fan. I wouldn't want to beef with Travis Scott when I get famous, right? Well, it's funny. I was, you know, I'll get to my Boston trip, but I was driving with Napoleon and Travis. Some Travis Scott came on. He's like, I don't listen. To this. I don't fuck with him anymore. He's like, I feel bad listening to him <laughs> after the, yeah, the concert. Like, really? really? He's like, yeah, he killed a bunch of motherfuckers. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, Michael Jackson did some fucked up shit. Everyone still. Listens to his music. Obviously, what happened? R. Kelly was, did some fucked up shit. Yeah, but the thing is, the difference between R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, Travis Scott. Like Travis Scott was just like was stupid. 
like R. Kelly and Michael Jackson, that was like pretty like on purpose. You yeah. know what I mean? Difference is nobody died. Yeah. Uh. Well, for R. Kelly and MJ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess that. That's I mean, true. MJ definitely. They both ruined lives. Like, there's a difference between being at fault and purposely. Yeah. Be doing what you want. You know yeah. what I mean? Obviously, Travis Scott did not intend to kill anybody. Yeah. Michael Jackson totally intended to. Hook yeah. Up yeah. Some. <laughs> I agree. But yeah, I was surprised. I was like, I don't listen to him anymore. I was like, yeah. this it was old Travis Scott. I don't, some of his shit just fucking bops, you know? Like, yeah, sorry. It just like it's just good so, just good music. I mean, yeah. Kanye's a fucking psychopath every other year, but like then he'll drop like some good ass fucking shit. I'm yeah. like, okay, like uh, separate the artist from the artist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we seem to do that with everybody now. Yeah, I mean, because every, everybody, I, I do think there is some level of like, if you're that much of a genius, like uh, Michael Jackson type figure, you're going to be fucked in the head. According to Kanye, name one genius that ain't crazy. Yeah. Is yeah. that a line of it? I mean, yeah, I think it's, it's con- totally that's true. That's a line. Yeah. yeah. I was watching, I was getting bored at work and I started watching these videos. It's pretty much this kid and his dad, this kid, I guess, is like a, a music YouTube vlogger or whatever. Mm-hmm. And his dad is just like, you know, regular, regular dad, but like always wanted to be like a rock star. So he was very into like classic rock, like classical music, whatever, just like music in general, but like never listened to Kanye ever. Mm. So like one day he gets his dad on his thing and they do a full album review of Kanye West's uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. And they go song by song. And this guy is just enamored by Kanye. How music. old is he? How old is the guy? The Probably guy like forty five, fifty, yeah, or something like that. So I'm just like, he was just fully enamored by that album. He's like, holy shit! And then he becomes like the biggest Kanye West fan ever. <laughs> and like all he knew about Kanye before was like the Taylor Swift shit, like how crazy he was, and like yeah. how he's just like a kind of an asshole. The entourage scene, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like cool to listen to. He's just like fully. He becomes in love with Kanye West music. I was like, yeah, this shit fucking bops. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. It was funny. I saw, I watched a video of, I don't know how I stumbled across this, but it was some guy who kind of does the same thing. Like, he'll listen to music that he doesn't usually listen to, and he'll film his reaction and, like, comment on it. And he's, like, has a shit ton of viewers, whatever. And it's just, like, uh, this, like, 300 pound black dude listening to Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds, yeah. like, acoustic <laughs> song. Yeah. And it's, like, a beautiful, it's a great song. Like, yeah. I used to fucking be obsessed with Dave, and it's an amazing live performance. And the guy, his react, his mouth is just literally like his jaws are dropped. He's like, he's like getting the chills and shit. His reaction was like, it's so fun. That's awesome, though. That's it's so, so cool. sick watching people who you don't think you would share like a music interest yeah. with, like being into it. That I, I was like thinking about. I like all types of music. I don't really like country. Like that's like yeah, the yeah. only. I'm not a country or. I like rock. I like techno. Christian I like rock. Rap. Coming around. Christian rock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Creed was fantastic. Creed. Yeah. <laughs> Switchfoot. I mean, come on. I don't know who that is. We uh, were meant to live so much more. That's we lost ourselves. That's Christian rock. <laughs> we lost ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Jesus was our savior and you, our Lord. You gotta. Let's edit. kill the Jews. <laughs> you gotta edit the audio to make you sound like beautiful there. <laughs> <laughs> did I not sound beautiful? No, you did. But like, if you like edit it, like if you have the ability to edit it more, like holy shit, Alex is like. I'm gonna like actually doing swapping. Telling jokes? Yeah. Just swap in Switchfoot and put their audio over. It, but so like here's what I'm kind of saying. Like there's a lot of people that are very closed minded. They don't like opening themselves up to like different types of music. Yeah. And then like when you hear, you know, when something new is out and you're just like, oh, like this fucking shit sucks. Like you hear like very 
little like amounts of it. But then like when you actually start diving into it, you're like, there's a reason why a lot of people like this. You know, yeah. it's not everybody's wrong and I'm right. Like there's a reason why everybody there's a reason why there's so many people that like rap music. There's a reason why so many people like techno music and like all these like new musics that are like you know, newish genres that are coming to the top yeah. or already did come to the top. Well, people people just don't want to admit they're wrong. Like, yeah. if you if you came in with the impression of like Kanye sucks, I don't care what everybody's saying, or you were telling me about Squid Game in my head, I was like, this show probably fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, who cares? Like, blah, blah, blah. and like, do you just want to prove your own? People don't want to admit that they're wrong and that yeah. their initial impression could change. It's what more I fun. Don't... It's more fun to shit on things, though. Yeah, it's easier to be a hate. It's more fun to be a hater than to. Be a simp. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. What am I? Twenty three. <laughs> I watched two episodes of Euphoria. No, you like, fucking bet, chilling. dude. Bet. <laughs> bet. You have any blow? What about a Molly? You got any fucking oxies? I already took it before this episode. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wake up every day. I take half a Molly pill. Mm -hmm. Two cups of water. Mm -hmm. Three lines of blow. And then I drink a coffee. <laughs> it's then, like in the Wolf of Wall Street. And then I'm ready to. And then I'm ready to do Excel sheets. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to run those pivot tables. Dude, day off tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Holy happy shit. MLK Day, everybody. Yeah. Happy MLK. I'm oh. so excited to not work. Yeah. I I love just like, you know, when you're not in the office, you're not reminded as much that you have a day off because like when you were in the office, everyone's like. Don't come into work today. Like, don't be that guy. Like, we have off. By the way, we have off this day. Like, everybody knows. Like, they make like so many announcements. Like, when you work at home, like there's like they just send out the schedule in, in like the beginning of the year, and then like you don't really know if you have off, and then you have to like find it. It's like the the schedule is emailed to you like a year ago, and you're, yeah, you like, have like a folder that says onboarding. Then yeah. you gotta go back to your onboarding. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, this is yeah. from 2020. Yeah, you Fuck. have to you have to uh, scroll to your first day at work yeah. to find out if you have it. Yeah, and like wow, I've only spent 12 emails since my first <laughs> first day at work. That was a year ago. The thing about uh, a lot of you know older the older generation, especially classic rock fans. Is they are I think they are very close minded. They're like, oh, our music was so much better than the music now. But then like I'm just saying, well, they that classic rock already happened. Like there's no more classic rock. So you're just listening to the same song for 45 years. <laughs> like do you ever switch it up? And then like I because I, I never understood that like with my dad. But now he listens to alternative rock. He loves that shit, like the alt radios and stuff. And honestly, I like that stuff too. It becomes like. Like it, 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 you listen to like the the alternative radio station on like Sirius XM, and you're like, oh, this is like a pretty good song. And then like, honestly, a lot of times it's happened. Like three months later, that song becomes like one of those like mainstream pop songs or like yeah. a FIFA song. Yeah. So like, I like that type of music. But I like, there's other people too that like they just like, oh my, like my generation music was so much better. But I'm like, I, I understand that it was very good. But like, do not listen to any new music at all anymore. Like, there has to be evolution. I'm already kind of there. I'm like not listening. Really? I don't listen to much music. And you're, you'll be the less, same though. way when you're 40. Like, yeah, I'm sure you'll just still be like, dude, nothing beat little baby. Like, I don't care what the fuck. <laughs> You know, <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, I just don't. It makes sense because, like, you know, when you get old, you have like way more shit to worry about than like the new album drop or whatever. Yeah. But I just, you know, I I don't. You gotta open. You gotta open your your. And it's also like uh, music, also in general, even like 
old school rap fans. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's not that it's not this rap isn't as good as the '90s rap or the '80s rap. And like, I understand that like that rap was good, but like, would you would rather rap not evolve at all? Would you rather music not evolve at all and yeah. just stay the same? Like all like oh, if they made songs like they did in the '90s, it'd be sick. But then it would just be the same music. Everybody would be copying each other. Yeah, nobody would be their own. There would be like no evolution of music. So like, why would you even want that? Yeah, think about it in like comedy terms too. Like I've been watching Seinfeld. I was like. Imagine if comedy was still stuck in 1990 yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Just, what's the deal with couches? You know, <laughs> I was sitting on a couch the other day and, uh, you know, it's like all jokes. Like, I, I was talking to a comic um, about Howie Mandel, mm-hmm. who, like, I didn't I realize. I stand up. He was all very just like goofy prop comedy shit. It was all stuff that, like, he was the first one to do something. Like, he has this bit where he puts one of the those latex gloves like over his head and just yeah, blows, blows into it. it. And it's like anybody would just feel like that was yeah, comedy. Yeah. That was considered comedy back then. I don't know. No, no, I agree. But the we're all going like, to get to that point. We're all going to get to that old. I mean, I'm already like fucked all this TikTok shit. Yeah. It's all fucking dumb. Everyone's dying their hair. And like, but that's, uh, I got to bring you to bounce one of these days, go to the fountain of youth and then you'll start, you'll start renegating. Do I? What? My, I'm, I'm apparently I'm too old for bounce now. So I haven't been in a very long time. Yeah, I mean it's fucking probably sick. 2014. Or we'll go to Common Ground or something like that. Um, I have not had a night out in a club in a very long time. I was never a huge fan of it, but it's. I think it's time. Yeah, it's time to just fucking go. Yeah, I mean it's mad fun all the if time. If I win, my, if I'm gonna I'm gonna bet money I don't have on football today. Mm-hmm. And if I win. We're going to just me and you, Bile Service. Bile Service. <laughs> me and you. Yeah, be me, fun. you, and Gordy. Yeah. Dude. It's like uh, going back to our other point, though. Like, I'll watch a. It's like you're watching an old. Like, my dad wants to show me, like, you know, a really funny movie that came out ages ago. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them are, are hilarious and they're great. Like, I'll, all of Bill Murray's stuff is fucking hilarious and great. Um, but, like, he'll show me an old movie that was really funny. And then it was really funny then, but like then you watch it now, or not even old movies, uh, not even funny, but like you watch it and you're like, you you've seen the stuff so many times, so mm-hmm. you're not you're like this isn't that good. But then you like you have to realize that what you're watching was like the pioneer yeah, of the why you've seen it. it so many times, and everything after that now has an evolution of that. Yeah. And a lot of movies will not copy scenes, but take inspiration yeah. from scenes from other movies and, like, it's a way to pay homage. But, like, it's all... It's recycled that, in some way. Yeah, that's what I happened when I was... You, you ever watch a show, The Wire? I have not. I watched the show, The Wire. Great show, but, like, a lot of a lot of the time while I was watching, I was like, I feel like I've seen all this already. But then, like, I had to keep reminding myself, like, the reason why I've seen all of this already is because other, like, other movies and shows took from the wire every big show took yeah. from the sopranos the yeah. wire and Mad Men. it was all just like they were like complex characters i didn't i've never watched Mad Men, but they all it, it like it was like the the first of like the bad guy becoming the protagonist and like getting I think like that was both sopranos views. yeah that was sopranos yeah, yeah. and then i think the wire was like one of the f- the first shows to really show like both sides of like Okay, you see the cop side, and then now you also see the side of the gangs. Like, yeah. you have Breaking like main Bad, char- yeah, uh, Game of Thrones. It's like all the same shit. Yeah, so it really was like the golden age of TV. But like, yeah, um, so like it's hard to it's hard to appreciate, especially something like comedy though. Especially, it's like hard to appreciate really old humor unless it's like so unique that you're just like wow. Because like sometimes like like if you're that groundbreaking. 
it seems like and you're watching it now and they like it came out like 30 years ago you're like i've seen all this shit because everyone yeah. steals from that shit yeah but it's really it's really cool to see like old comedy and it still fucking hits like it's still funny it's still good there's very few people that do that i think bill murray's movies are like one of them yeah i uh um, i think dangerfield also like it's probably I feel like I watch some of his stuff now. I'm like, it's pretty funny shit. Yeah. Like, even though it's like in fucking the the nineteen eighteen twenties or some shit. You know who I love? Jackie Mason. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this Boston, yeah. It, this it was a long drive up to Boston, and I, it was like obviously kind of crazy to drive out there for a show that started at nine and then leave right after to drive all the way back to mm-hmm. New York. And so I I would have my parents' car. I told them about it, and. I don't know if this is a Jewish parent thing or if it's just every parent, but if I tell them that I'm going to do something that they themselves could never imagine doing, they act as if they're the ones that have to do it. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, just want to. I'm like excited. Like, hey, yeah, I'm going to drive to Boston and do a show. And they're like, oh, where are you staying? I was like, yeah, we're not staying. We're just going to drive right back. They're like, ugh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Alex. I'm like, this is what people fucking do. I think it's I understand you're going to be in bed by 9 p.m., but I can drive at 1 in the morning. It's fine. I'm yeah. not going to fall asleep. Yeah, no, I think it's an every parent thing, but especially when it's something that, like, like for comedy, like, they don't do comedy. They don't understand it. Like, we're way more willing to, like, eat shit than they are. They're like, what the fuck are you doing that? They, yeah. like, flip out. They get yeah. so disgusted by it. They're just like, why would you ever do that? I'm like, I'm just doing it. Like, it's not the end of the world. You're acting like a fucking meteor is coming to the earth. Yeah. Like, just, like, let me do it. I understand that, like, you wouldn't do it, but, like, I'm not you. It's, yeah, it was really. I knew that was gonna happen, but it just this happened. It happens with stuff all all the time, like, and they sound so concerned. Yeah, and then I, I, a couple of funny things my dad said. I, I can get them being a little nervous about like driving because we didn't get back until four thirty a.m. So yeah, you're nervous about like me driving late at night. And he told me the story. My dad used to went to BU, so my grandparents would go visit him all the time. And my dad was like, I want you to think about this. My dad, whenever he drove to Boston, said there was this one exit off the highway, off the Hutchinson, where everybody went too fast and they all flipped over and they all died. I want you to think about that before you go today. Was he trying to guilt you to not doing it? I was like, okay, cool. Thanks, Dad. He's like, all right, I'm on the golf course. I'll call you later. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm on the golf course. I'll call you later. I didn't, I'm just like, do you think I want to die? Like, do you think... (laughs) <laughs> I get being concerned. It felt like I was like 21 years old again, getting yeah. a speech about how to drive. You're gonna you're gonna stand outside in the cold and ask people to go to your comedy show. That's what you're gonna do. It doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, working every day nine to seven forever doesn't really make sense to me either. Yeah. So so then like we make it back. My my dad calls me the next day and he's like, Hey, uh, hey. He's like, So was it worth it? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so was so it? All worth you're it? focused on is the drive. Yeah. The show doesn't matter at all. It's just like you had to do all that driving. Was it worth it? Yeah, it's funny. Was How it? much are you getting paid? I'm like, I don't know. Actually, I want to ask one of my just like civilian friends, like, how much would you would it would, would it, it take, take you to get you to drive to Boston? Hang there for three hours and then drive back to New York. Yeah, I would say they'd probably say five hundred dollars minimum. Yeah, minimum. I think my friends who like don't need to do any like they'd be like yeah, just to drive to Boston and then hang and then drive back. I'd probably need five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. And I don't I don't know how much I still don't know how much I did it for. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't ask. Yeah. I haven't gotten the money yet. I was just happy to be there. I mean, it's different, you know. 
Um, we're doing all this work to not get paid. Well, I am doing all this work to like not get paid to do stuff. And then people are just like, what? You're doing this for free? I'm like, yeah, you kind of have to. Like, I'm sorry. You don't get it. It's not like there's seven comedians out there and they're all just – everyone's just like begging to give me money. Yeah. You know? There's either no money or there's lots a of A lot money. of it, yeah. It's either you're making literally nothing or you get a writing job and you're making a couple hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you or know? you become Kevin Hart. Yeah. And then I own that building. <laughs> and that one and that one. Yeah. So are you gonna like ask how the show was or like just I was I, I I was gonna, yeah, yeah. how was it? Yeah, we'll get to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, um so it was a weed show. It was like everybody was smoking weed, which I thought would be good, but looking back, it probably didn't help all that much. I, I was wondering about that because like there were a few sh- weed shows that I know of, and I'm just like, it seems fun, but if everybody is just like stoned, I feel like they're not going to be energetic enough to laugh loud. Yeah, and then like they'll pro- especially like if it's a longer show. Was it just you and Napoleon? Were you no, and- so it was it was me. It was two hosts, and they both did time up top. Uh, one local comic did like five, ten minutes. Then the other host went up and did ten minutes, um, and then me. But so, so the the venue, it was like this. It was so Brooklyn. It was like this artist communal, yeah, like apartment like, thing. And it, it was seemed like, very planty. It was a mean. massive apartment, and it was really sick. And it, it looked like a combination of Adam Sandler's apartment and Big Daddy and the half baked. Oh, really? That, and like. It was really sick. It's like you imagine that's what apartments look like in New York, and I've just never seen an apartment like that. Yeah. It, it would have been like a 45-bedroom apartment in yeah, New yeah. York. Like It was that big. And um, so it was really cool. Um, but what I didn't realize, I went up, and the hosts were doing well. The crowd seemed really good. Um, they had a DJ. I go up. The DJ plays some song, like a Biggie song or something, and I had this opening riff. That like oh this is the song I came out to my bar mitzvah whatever and it erupting eruption of laughter oh really like I turn around and the the DJ's like dying he's like pointing at me he's like yeah oh, that <laughs> that's epic and oh, yeah. I, I already went up confident I was like oh this is about to fucking murder yeah. and then from there <laughs> nothing n- not nothing but it like, just fell flat like yeah. the jokes that usually crush didn't do as well and I didn't I didn't realize this was like I I've done shows in Brooklyn. Like at the tiny cupboard, same exact set where that would do great. This was more Brooklyn than any Brooklyn thing. They were really giving me a hard time. Like, bro- like, like they were like, like woke as shit. Really, super In PC. Boston? Yeah, yeah. They're like, I thought Boston's like the most anti woke shit. No, no. Like, I think that's the impression people have, and that's the impression I had. Mm-hmm. But all these metropolitan, really metropolitan areas, they all have their little fucking woke pockets, and this was the fucking wokest pocket. Interesting. So, like, they were giving me a hard time on the body positivity stuff. Really? They were, yeah. But they, you, they, you let them know that you were, you were previously, you know. Fat. Oh, yeah, I let them know. Yeah, yeah. They gave me a hard time on my birthright joke. Really? I guess it's, like, a little misogynistic. So, like, so I was supposed, it was a 15-minute set. I was... Like, so, like I said, like I, I'm so over, so confident at the beginning, yeah. and then like the millennial, all those, all this like stuff that usually crushes fell flat, and I'm like, fuck, this is turning into a bit of a bomb. Yeah, you know, like there really? were there were parts where like some people I was getting like, whoosh, like shit like really? that, like oh's like o's and stuff like what? that, and I'm like, fuck, you know, this is my first time performing in like front of Napoleon, whatever. I hear comic. I hear the comics laughing, but I couldn't tell if they were laughing because it was like not going well, yeah. or because. Um. So so basically, like, 
I I end on a good I end with like my seizure bit and it got a good laugh at the end. They seemed like they only liked the stuff where you made fun of yourself. They didn't like because like I'm not that edgy, really. Yeah. But the stuff about like, like if I made topics. a line and if I even called out like men versus women or said really? that or anything like it was damn. I I have this joke where I compare like. Adele lost weight. She was courageous. Jared lost weight, and we all called him a pedophile. And some guy yells, "He was!" <laughs> like that's that's the joke, my yeah. man. I had some good crowd work, some like back and forth. To, like, yeah. But post show, one of the girls who lives in the apartment, I was talking to her, and she was like, apparently the first comic who went up had just moved to Boston and was interviewing to like move into that apartment with them. And she was like, we really liked him, but we didn't We didn't tell him the truth. But honestly, we didn't want him because we just don't want any white, straight, cisgender men in this apartment. Oh, Jesus And Christ. I'm like, oh, now I get why the show maybe went That's the way crazy. it did. Because I am, I am, I was dressed like the most white, cisgender, straight. Yeah. Like, I just came, came as I am. Came like me. That's weird, dude. Yeah, and People I was like, are so fucking By the weird. way, like. You don't want any white, cisgendered men in the apartment. If I posted that on an Airbnb posting. <laughs> no black cisgender men are allowed yeah. here. You know, like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's weird. And I guess we're just supposed to, it's like, uh, whatever. And that's, you know, we've had it, we've had it too good. Now we're not allowed to live in certain apartments. Yeah, it's weird. I but so know. that gave me, that, that opened up. I was like, you think oh, you that the was Jew the card here. there or not really? If I was like, well, I'm Jewish, I've been like, they, no, that would have made things way worse. They'd, they would have brought out the book, be like reading it, like is the fine print. Does this, how do we? Yeah. She was a white through? woman, by the way. Oh. Yeah, it was me. This whole conversation was me. Was she straight? Uh, she may have been. She was. Me. She said this to me. Her, I think, a guy that she's maybe getting with who is who was black, another black guy, and Napoleon, another black guy, and they say this, and I'm just like, else? <laughs> I was like, that kind of felt like <laughs> like I just, I just got did called. She, like, did she like fully look at you when she said that? No, she kind of. <laughs> I, I just kind of like, uh, yeah, they're the worst. You know? <laughs> yeah. I didn't say that, but like that's in my head. I love that. I probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was very. Me. It was odd. It just wasn't what I expected. Yeah. Um. But uh, Napoleon had a good set. I definitely like. He was telling jokes that deserved way more. Um. I think the weed aspect you th- I thought would be helpful, but I think you're I right. Don't think it just, it like, is. makes people a little too chill. Yeah. Um. They also they had like couches set up, so I think. And this happens at, at my show at Big Wave too. I just feel like the people on the couch feel like they're too relaxed and they like yeah. aren't as engaged. Yeah, cat. Um, but so I was like really, I was like fuck, I, I bombed. That sucked. Um, and then I spoke to Napoleon after. He's like, we were all laughing. We we're like, fuck, they're really giving him a hard time. Like these are good jokes. Like I yeah. thought it was funny. So like that made me feel better. And then we were like kind of, you know, like his joke that did the best. That got the biggest pop was a joke about how he like about not wanting to see like white dudes have a good time anymore. Yeah. Like something about that. <laughs> I was like, you should have just fucking done that. You should have white lotus succession this whole fucking set. A lot of like a lot of these like woke places, they'll they'll instead of like going to a comedy show, like they want to hear. It's like it's like how they watch. It's like how like uh, biased people watch news. Mm-hmm. Like they want to go to the show to know. Like they want to. They know what they want to hear already. Yeah. And if you don't give them what they want to hear, they don't want. That's to not hear our it. jobs. That's yeah. It's not to tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. If you run into an audience, like I can't. I can't all of a sudden flip the switch and just be like. I just don't understand. It is so misogynistic that Ghislaine Maxwell's in jail and Jeffrey Epstein got off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, remember that tweet? Like yeah. I, I actually. Th- there was an actual tweet like that that I showed you. I wanted to like 
<laughs> yeah, I wanted to use these people as experiment. Do you do you agree with this? Yeah. Go to that one. Go to the John Madden one. Do you believe that John Madden kind of was like bad for black people? Yeah, it was, it was crazy. That was yeah. that was the most ridiculous thing. Some guy just like fucking waited for him to die to just like tweet yeah. that. It was like it was like. By the way, two white people both tweet this. By the way, by the way, I have very complex feelings about John, John Madden. Madden yeah. yeah, I think he created a culture that uh, supported black abuse, and like it was something like that. I was like, it was a football game. Yeah, no one's I, making <laughs> these guys play football. And the, if somebody like dug up a tweet like years ago of him like complaining about like playing Madden against his brother or some shit. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was like losing to his. Lo- he was like do it, losing to his like little brother in Madden or some shit. Yeah, he's yeah. like, this game's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just like, dude, this guy just probably got whomped in Madden so many yeah. times. I don't um, know, man. Yeah, a lot of people just go to. Especially, you'll like realize that these woke shows, you like. I guess it goes again to like, don't you want to like expand your heart? Don't you want to see different types of people? Like, don't you want to go to a show? Like, you don't want to see the same exact act a bunch of times. Which is why, like, diversity shows, like, it's not even, it's not like, you know, you want to book as many different types of people as you can, as long as they're all funny, you know? But, like, I don't get, you know, just going to a show, they just want to go and be told stuff like like i feel like late last like eight five like yeah i mean it's probably always been like this but like the last like five to eight years is just like everyone wants to hear political jokes about yeah them seeing right because like trevor noah shit now i also i do think part of it is that like you i feel like you start to care about politics like later in life like in your 30s and shit when like stuff actually matters but then because of trump everybody started caring much earlier much more yeah like I don't. I would have. I would have never watched turned on MSNBC or C or any of these news channels until he had started running for mm-hmm. office, and I would have never paid as much attention. And I feel like that's why people wanted to hear it more. Honestly, I feel like I would have been more engaged with the news if it was if if there was no Trump. Well, now it's just like, like now you just like the la- like before Biden was president. Those four years, especially as a comedian, it was just like. Hammer and hammer and hammer. Every yeah. fucking joke was like a Trump joke, and like I get it, but like it just like I, I want to hear something else. Yeah. I don't really care anymore. I never really spoke about him because I felt like everyone was so tired of it that you know, the comedy shows are kind of supposed to be an escape from real life. You know, it's you went to some the they sleepaway, were but the sleepaway people, camp, right? Yeah, sleepaway camp. The whole idea was like, yeah, they get to. Just get away from the peer pressures of like drinking and drugs. Then, meanwhile, like thirty kids every summer get kicked out for weed and, yeah. and drinking. But it's supposed to be an escape. You're supposed to like it's not supposed to be real life. Yeah, I mean it's weird because like that's what it's supposed to be. But then it became people would go to shows just to hear that type of shit. Well, it's just the same way that people go on Facebook to just reinforce all their all yeah. the things that they already agree with. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I was not expecting that type of audience. Um, but we got out of there. We left at like twelve thirty. It was supposed to be a three and a half drive, three and a half hour drive home, um, and we're trying to get food. This fucking people are now just deciding when their businesses close. Doesn't yeah. matter if the store is called open twenty four hours; they might close it at eight p.m. Yeah. We're fucking the easiest part about a road trip should be getting fast food, mm-hmm. right? We pulled off maybe four different exits. First one we pulled off, the Wendy's was open, but there was like a line of like 10 cars. And I was like, fuck this. We got three hours to go. We'll find plenty of spots. <laughs> yeah. So we take, I'm, like, I'm not waiting in this line. And we start driving, get off another exit, McDonald's closed. Another another exit, here's a Wendy's closed. Another, literally, we got off five times. We added an hour to our trip trying to find an open fast food restaurant. Christ. Who the, like... That's crazy. I don't care 
if the entire McDonald's staff has COVID. <laughs> there are people on the highway late they at night who have no nothing. other food option. Yeah. I would rather get COVID than starve to death. Yeah. No, I, ag- I agree. It was I infuriating. Mean, that's COVID really, I think, just gave a lot of people, especially like business owners, just like so much leeway. And I remember when we first started the we first started the podcast and like Amazon was like trying to give me like this guilt trip that like they couldn't get me my stuff in time and like I lost my stuff because of COVID. I'm like, you guys have made the most money in the entire world yeah. because of this. I don't yeah. want to hear your complaining whiny bullshit yeah. or like fucking when uh, when I was when I uh, got fired, I had to like sign up for unemployment and everyone's like, there's so many people unemployed, that's why it's taking so long. I'm like, then hire people yeah. who are unemployed. If you, there's so many people without jobs and it's taking three fucking weeks to get a phone call, yeah. like, maybe they should hire some of the four billion people that lost their jobs. Yeah, like, I love it. They're like, I would the do the same chains fucked up. We can't get you your package. Say, oh. I'm pretty sure I just saw your CEO in a fucking rocket to space. <laughs> maybe can can he make a pit stop and maybe drop off <laughs> my fucking foam roller for me, please? I have a lint roller that's late. I mean, yeah. can you can you just Um So yeah, we kept pulling over. We ended up like getting gas station snacks and then we were still hungry and we're like, fuck. And there's you know how there's the rest areas where you have to like, you can just like pull right off the highway. And then, like, the food and gas is right there, or the ones where you have to actually get off the exit. Mm-hmm. So we, we, I, we, like, gave up at this point, and we drove by a one that was just, like, right off the rest area, right off the side. And he was like, the point was like, oh, fuck, that McDonald's is open. I'm like, God fucking damn it. So we, we, we're on the hunt again. We find one. It's open. We go, and we're clearly, like, the last order of the night. This guy is not happy. What time is this? This is probably, like, 1.30 in the morning. Okay. Um, maybe closer to 2. And... The guy fucks up our order. Napoleon asks, he's like, what's on the two for six menu? And he lists off a whole bunch of things. Napoleon picks two of them. We pull up. We get the food. We get the receipt. And he charged regular price for the two items. And we're like, yo, come on. Like, this is like an extra $6. You said, like, this was on. Yeah. And he's like this. I felt sort of bad. It was like this 16-year-old kid. Uh, He was like, and so, like, he fucked up. And we're like, dude, like, just, just go and refund it and then redo it. And he has to go talk to the fucking manager. And he comes back. He's like, he's literally almost on the verge of tears. He comes back. He comes back. He's like, I hate my job, dude. Uh, She just closed the POS system. I'd have to like restart it. Can I just like, do you want me to just refund you? you? (laughs) And then like, we'll throw out the food and I'll just, and we're like, no, like we want the food. Like Napoleon's like, yo, what do we need to do to get the fuck out of here with some food? (laughs) What do you need to do to get me out of here? Somehow we end up with an extra like double bacon cheeseburger or nice. something in the bag. The kid literally on the... And this this was a 25-minute thing. Oh, 25 minutes of sitting there, waiting for a fucking... Ruin some poor kid's life. Kid complain. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're not supposed to like this job. Yeah. This is why you should strive what motivates to do... motivates Yeah. To become Your, a these comedian. These experience should make you think, you know what, maybe I should do fucking anything else. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious, but all, I like I like I felt bad, but I was like, dude, I'm still three at two hours from New York. Give me my fucking chicken nuggets, and let's let me get the fuck out of here. Funniest part about the whole thing, he hands me the bag. I almost dropped it. I almost, <laughs> the bag almost it. fell through my hands and would have splattered. That would have been so floor. funny. Yeah, after all that, I would have cried if that, if that happened. This kid was on the verge of tears. And, you know, me and Napoleon, like, we were not being mean to him, but it was like, yeah, this is, <laughs> I feel like I'm your fucking mom right now. Yeah. I hate this job, dude. <laughs> I was like, I-, I heard Wendy's is hiring. If you want to, if you know, maybe try a different corporation. 
Uh, yeah, that would have been funny if you just fucking fumbled it all. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fumbles, wild card weekend. How yep. much money you got on the line now? Like six Gs? Uh, I have like 12K on the Steelers beating the Chiefs. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I think it's going to happen. Well, I'm going to get a bacon, egg, and cheese. All right, let's fucking go. Did you have one there? No, I'm starving right now. But I, I don't know. Maybe I'll get wings today. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Rate, review, subscribe, share, all the above. Thank you guys for you know staying with us. I know we took some breaks off. It's just what we do. Um, yeah, don't do shit. It sucks. Yeah, doing shit sucks. Peace.